Hello, welcome to the Six Minute States. My name is Helen Bowditch, and with me is my colleague Simon Delamere. <laughs> and, Delamere. I, I did that on purpose, actually, yeah. because uh, there was a bit of people were getting their uh, their colleagues' names wrong this afternoon, weren't they? Well, Perhaps it was the cold, <laughs> because the brain always kind of you know shuts yeah. down a little bit. I think because well, they got all the windows open. Yeah, the yeah. yeah um, I think it was yeah, freezing. The first one that I noticed today was uh, actually the bailiff. Uh, calling Deputy Salisbury, Salisbury, uh, which is a minor little blip. But uh, the one that really caught our attention was when Deputy Simon Vermeulen referred to Deputy Sasha Kazantseva Miller as um, Deputy Kazakhstana Miller. <laughs> and Although, then a short term later, she seemed to get her own back deliberately or otherwise, did. I don't yeah, know. I think, like, I think it was deliberately. Calling him Deputy Vermulchen. Vermulchen, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's been, uh, we, we've got a name list here where we keep all the record of voting, and uh, we've got a few things written down now on it. It's yes. quite, quite amusing. Anyway, but on to serious subjects. I think you covered probably the most serious subject today, or probably the most interesting topic, which was these exemptions that developers yeah, and yeah. planning. Well, the, yeah, it was kind of the main meat of the uh, meeting, really, in terms of it being the only actual policy letter to be debated. And um, there was a lot of praise, actually, for the Development and Planning Authority and for its members, including Deputy Victoria Oliver, who presented the, uh, the move, um, which was to... Um, basically bring in a huge array of simplifications, if you like, or um, expanded exemptions, extra things that you won't now need to get planning permission for. And some of them are relatively minor, like you know, increasing the size of the shed that you can now install without having to get planning permission, for, you know, for example. And it involves uh, polytunnels and um, uh, solar panels and traffic mirrors and hedges and uh, relatively kind of day-to-day humdrum sort of things that don't normally catch the attention of the um, of the assembly, but there was just a huge array of them all being sort of simplified in one go. Um, there was there was um, warm a warm reception for most of that, and it all went through on the nod, if you like. But the thing that caused a little bit more. Um, consternation was the move to allow derelict hotel sites just not as a policy but for specific ones um, to be uh, rezoned for residential Um, and these are ones that islanders will know um, Idle Rocks and the old St Martin's Country Club Hotel and uh, St Margaret's Lodge uh, that was and um, uh, the other one's gone out of my head the chalet Um, in order to um, sort of attempt to find a way to regenerate areas that have become, in the words of Deputy Fairbrush today, blots on the landscape. Sorry, did you say that that was rejected? Did you no, say? No, no. Oh, it went through. Sorry, no. oh, sorry. Uh, it was the one that. It's been a long day. I zoned out. There was opposition yeah. to it, as opposed oh, to I the see. other one okay. where there wasn't any opposition. No, there were six deputies who voted against that one. Actually, I can reel them off for you because they're here: Yvonne Burford, Tina Berry, John Gollop, Sam Haskins, Lester Carapel, and Andrew Taylor uh, were the ones who opposed that. And Andrew Taylor is interesting because he is the vice president of the yes, and, Planning and he seemed to have a bit of a tête-à-tête with his president, Deputy Victoria Oliver. I, I heard. That bit. Yeah, he gave um, what he said was, uh, well, w- w- it was quite apparent. I went up to the chamber and I happened to be there um, watching it. It was quite apparent that this was uh, a subject matter uh, which was A, close to his heart, and B, that he'd clearly done a lot of work and research on because it's 
part of his brief. And he's been consistent in his opposition, he said, right from the beginning, to allowing this to happen. Um, he was very worried about the implications of allowing any hotel site to become residential because it, it immediately gives carte blanche to what you can do with that site. And he was giving the example of um, being able to do anything you like with the Lare Hotel uh, site, for example, and what might happen to that. So. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Deputy Oliver was uh, trying to correct him on very many things that he was saying and um, yeah, object to several things. She was visibly uh, agitated, it seemed to me, um, quite cross with him, I think. Um, so they've obviously had a few disagreements about that, but Deputy Oliver quite clearly won the day. There were 28 votes in, in favour of that particular move and, and that's gone through. Right. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think what was the most interesting thing that I probably listened to this morning it was probably uh, Deputy Heidi Solsby's statement on the government work plan, just sort of updating uh, progress there. I mean, to be honest, a lot of it we knew already, but uh, you know, I, I, I think she felt as though they needed a bit of a pat on the back. That uh, you know, she called it the, the government of action, and there was the tangible things that were happening, such as you know, buying Kenilworth Vinery, the um, fibre going into people's homes which will mean uh, fast speed internet so uh, so that was interesting to to hear her talk about that um the question and answer session after her statement there was that got um not heated but i mean there were some sort of quite pressing questions about civil servants working from home and also the property rationalization and you know which offices are going to be closing and where are staff going to go that sort of thing so uh, there's quite a lot to come I suppose uh, on that what else what else was interesting did you um, think there was an update from uh, the health and social care um, department in the shape of uh, deputy Al Bruard questions about mental health um, and of course you know the recent report that said that things were fairly going fairly well there was yeah. criticism about that and the way that it came out, um, he said, well, you know, it's just an internal review that we had done. We only brought it out because been, you've been asking questions about it and now we're being damned for um, bringing it out late, etc. Um, the main point there um, was he said that secondary mental health services uh, have been reviewed to the nth degree already, he said, um, and, and they are working already to make improvements to primary health care, in, in, in particular the expansion of services up at the PEH uh, with the help of Guernsey Mind. All right, well, we better wrap it up there. But I will be back here tomorrow. It's a pretty slim agenda. I thought the States was going to uh, carry on sitting tonight, but I think they were <laughs> freezing cold with the window windows all open up there. So the bailiff let them off and let them go home at 5.30. But I will, I suppose I'll be speaking to myself tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to be here. So yeah, maybe I'll find you <laughs> up. I don't know how we'll do it. I'll try and chip in somehow. All right, thank you. All right, night, night, bye.